Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's Paul Hamilton. Paul, Cervatic and Hamilton go at each other and the whiskey. We have a fight. With Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Snobchuck was just totaled by an Iowa State player against the board. I think it was by Hamilton. On WGR. Really a pretty unnecessary hit by Hamilton. Hamilton is still awfully mad. He's being held back. Number 17, Paul Hamilton. Two minutes for charging, five minutes for fighting, and a misconduct. Sports Radio 550. Brock Purdy's alma mater. Paul Hamilton. Yeah. Paul Hamilton definitely doesn't have a Brock Purdy problem. I, I'm guessing, unless you had some sort of alumni run-in with him or something, and you're blood enemies now or something. But I, I'm guessing you're a Brock Purdy fan. Not at Iowa State, I wasn't. I, and he broke all their passing records and could really get things rolling for you before it was time at the nitty-gritty end. That's why it's so shocking to me what he's doing because, you know, when it when it was really on the line for the Big 12 championships, you know, he had the ball and there's seconds left and he's inside the five-yard line. Time and time again, interception, sack, fumble, get stopped short of the goal line. It's like what happened to the Brock Purdy that we saw for the first Ten games. How what, many? What is going on here? You make it sound like it's like ten games of opportunity to win the Big Twelve <laughs> championship, Paul. Like how many? How many kicks at the can did he actually? Although Zach Two. is in here nodding with, along with you uh, as you're talking because yeah. he he follows the Big Twelve as you know, being a Texas well, fan. Well, well, they won. They won the regular season. Then they were in the they were in the championship game, and that course happened. And then the next year, it's like we're all staying. None of us are going to the NFL. We're all staying. We want. We can win this. And they went seven and six with many games like that, where he just couldn't get it done at the end. But yet he set all the Iowa State passing records. So I wasn't even I when it looked like he wasn't going to be drafted. I wasn't shocked in the least. And then he was taken. All right, he's the last guy taken. Yeah, so what? And never expected to see him make a dent in the NFL or whatever. But hey, good for him. He got his opportunity, and he's in the right place, playing very, very well, and playing very well when it gets tight. Uh, couldn't get much tired or did last game for him. Right. And and uh, he, he's done the job. So, uh, yeah, I just, you know, sit there and go, boy, I wish he could have done that for Iowa State. Yeah. yeah. Do- doing the Cyclones proud now as a 49er. Paul Hamilton on the Western Hotline here with us as the Sabres are getting cranked back up here for the final stretch. Uh, of the season, what, 30-some, 30, 30 32, 33, whatever number of games. I didn't look at, at how many they played, but um, it's in that range. Um, 
So, and there's injury stuff here right right at the end, right before the break. Boy, 10 minutes to go or so in the third period of the last game before the break, and Jack Quinn, damn the luck. And um, and now Samuelson on top of that. But the Quinn, I guess the, the, the best thing you can say about Quinn is that at least it's not ACL in like nine months. Um, you know, hopefully he can even get back for a few games at the end here if, um, if he's able to be on the, the timeline they're talking about, six to eight weeks. But still, knowing what he went through with an Achilles injury, Paul, it's got to be tough. Yeah, and you could see his leg get folded under him. It's just, you know, kind of like bad luck. One of Samuelson's injuries was like that. I know – People love to label injuries and injury-prone and this, that, and the other. It maybe is. I don't know. But one of his injuries, I can tell you, it was going to get anybody. You know, he got his leg folded under, and, and that's what happened to Quinn. And um, at least it wasn't Achilles again or, you know, a major knee injury or something like that. So he did escape that part of it. But it's just a shame because not only was he playing well, but, with him back, Cousins was back to being Dylan Cousins. Uh, Granado talked today about how Paterka probably the last 10 games or so has really elevated and played even better than he was, and he was playing pretty well. You know, he was getting chances, but the puck wasn't going in, and before that the puck was going in for him. And, you know, but, you know, everything was going well for the line, and it looked great. And then you get that injury, and because on a lot of nights – Think about it. On a lot of nights, he was their best. They were their best line, mm-hmm. Cousins, Quinn, and Paterka. Uh, even if they didn't put the puck in the net, they were, like, in the offensive zone, creating chances. They weren't sloppy defensively and uh, really playing well together. So, you know, this is a big blow to them. And even defensively, if you take a look, I mean, since December 30th, this is the third best defensive team in the National Hockey League. Um they really have cut down on the turnovers drastically. They aren't hanging their goalie out on three-on-ones and two-on-os and, and uh, all the things that they were doing and leading the NHL in. And, you know, it's and it w- they were getting results. They've won seven of their last 11 and went nine, six, and one in their last 16 games, which if you had a pace like that all season long, you're at 97 points. And in let's just, that one weird year, you're probably in the playoffs and probably comfortably in the playoffs. So, um, you know, so defensively, Darlene's been better. Power has been better. Samuelson has been better. Everything was going better. And then you lose a guy like Samuelson, who really is a big part of it, plays 20 minutes a game, one of your top penalty killers, and, and is a big part of what we're talking about, of that improvement that they've seen. Paul Hamilton on the Wester Hotline. The Sabres have been back at practice for a couple of days now, which means Paul's back from vacation, and they host the Dallas Stars uh, tomorrow night at Key Bank Center. So, um, yeah, the, the injury news, tough. As I said, Quinn, when, when, when I, was wa- I was watching that game a couple Saturdays ago, and he went down the way he went down, and I saw the replay, I thought, I thought it was really bad. It's not to say, like, a six- to eight-week uh, rehab timeline is cake, but um, – could have been a lot worse, I guess. That's the best. That's the best we can do. So, um, no call up coming is the word here because Gergensen's is going to be back and Eric Johnson's going to be back. I thought maybe with Quinn going out, Paul, right at the start of their their bye and then the All Star break, that maybe it would be Kulik time here. But no, he's having some problems since he's been back from the World Junior. He uh, was exhausted, from what I read. Uh, that's what they've talked about, and he hasn't scored a goal since he's been back. 
Uh, the, I read the last game he played, he, he was a little bit more towards himself, was try, starting to pick it up. But uh, it's been a little bit rough sledding for him since he's been back. And now he's in San Jose for the AHL All-Star game with uh, Roseanne. And, and, and uh, you know, they so they're there. Unfortunately, they didn't make it in time for the skills competition. I th- it sounds like maybe some flight problems to getting out there mm-hmm. all the way to California. So it's not like he can't be here, I mean, to play. He could have, they could have skipped the All-Star game, but... Uh, they're going to put Benson in that spot anyway. They've got one extra forward and one extra D. They're home. It's not like they're out somewhere, and they figure that's fine. We don't need anybody right now. If somebody gets hurt in warm-up, we've got an extra guy for both. So they have decided, to, which was what they were doing before they left for California. They had 22 on the roster, and they're going to stay with 22 right now because they want to give Benson the first opportunity with Cousins and Paterka. So what are we? Where are we at with goalies here? Is Levi going to be in Rochester for a while now, Paul? Like, how, how do you how do you read that, or do, or do you know specifically? Like, has has that come up in the couple of days they've been back here? Yeah, this is how Granado put it. He goes, right now, Devin Levi's in Rochester, and he's and he's the first time he has said he says Lukanen has earned and taken the number one position. He is the number one goaltender, which means he will play as much as he can. He said uh, right now that means Devin Levi is in Rochester. And he said circumstances would have to change for that to change. And uh, all right, now you got to read the tea leaves. Tea leaves meaning circumstances must change. Either Lukanen starts giving up seven goals a game or he gets injured. That would be circumstances change in what I, what I, yeah. how I read that. Or so, something happens to Comrie. Even if something happens to Comrie, quite honestly, I'd bring Tukarski up here. Oh wow! Let him. Right. Let him why, yep. You don't have a back, back-to-back yep. until until the trade deadline, basically. Uh, in, in in the first, you have the, your first back-to-back in early March when you got Toronto and Nashville. So theoretically, unless he tuckers out, Lucan can can go go till then. I mean, he can play tomorrow, and then he doesn't play again until Saturday. Uh, you know, t- type of a situation. So. You know, I and, and I think they're in a spot where they would like to play their number one goaltender as much as possible, because I think nine six and one is a pretty good record. I think seven four and zero oh is a pretty good record, but it's not getting them anywhere. Right? They're actually with that record, they're actually one point further behind than they were when they started. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which I think is has to be frustrating for them because they are playing better. As I mentioned, they're, since uh, December 30th, they're the third best defensive team in the National Hockey League, which is nothing to sneeze at, but they're not getting anywhere. They, they passed one team, Montreal, and they remain tied with that team, but they have the tiebreaker. So th- technically, they have passed one team, and that's it. They still have five to, to get over. And what's that? what that is telling me is without a seven, eight-game winning streak, they have no chance at this. I mean, they're they're not going to bring this back, and they haven't even won three in a row yet. They have to beat Dallas tomorrow for that to happen for the first time. <laughs> right, they're riding a two-game win streak for the third yeah. time this year. I know, but I know. you know, God. nine nine Ugh. six and one. That's yep. much better than we've seen all year. That that tells me there's improvement in what we're watching, and I think the numbers will tell you that. I think the eye test will tell you that there's been improvement in what we're watching, but they're not getting anywhere, and if they're going to get somewhere. I, you know, I'm not. I, I just think they've got to throw together a seven, eight, nine game winning streak to get themselves back into this because they're just not getting back into it. 
I mean, they're ten games out of eight. There's also they're also ten. Po- I mean, ten points out of eight. They're also ten points out of seven. They're ten points out of both of them. They just got to catch one of them. But still, it's ten points, and still you have five teams to leapfrog to get there. I, I, I without a big seven eight game winning streak, I just don't see how they can get back into this. Right. Yeah. That that's and we've been waiting. Kind of, I would say I have for I don't know six weeks maybe for for that. Like it, it, it felt like we were at that point already, you know, before the holidays. Like you're gonna have to put a street together, and you know, there's only so long you can keep saying that before it's just completely too far gone. But I, you know, I agree if they if they could, but you know, good luck. I mean, Dallas, <laughs> Dallas is tough. Ma- St. Ma- Louis is playing pretty pretty well lately. I mean, they're yep. they're right. If you look at the Western Conference, mm-hmm. they're they're right there. Uh, so that's you know that's not going to be a real it should be an easier game than Dallas who pasted them if you recall 10 to 4 here last year and uh well, oh, I, oh, I recall competitors, I, ho- I hope <laughs> they rem- I hope they remember that you know that that they embarrassed them here in their own building so uh but you know Dallas they beat Dallas in Dallas but <laughs> that game here that <laughs> I yeah. don't need to say anything more yeah yeah last year was weird that way they had they had some really nice wins on the road. They've had a, a couple of nice wins on the road this year too, right? Then they or, or am I or am I conflating Boston, Vegas? Right, that's it. Um, they beat Colorado at home. I'm missing one on the road. Um, let's see, Levi won in Boston. I'm, there was they had another big win on the road, and I'm missing it. I'm sorry. That's okay, Paul. I I didn't mean to put you on the spot by talking about <laughs> hockey. <laughs> Paul Hamilton on the Western Hotline with us here on WGR. So. Um, how about Tage Thompson and, and his have, have injuries just kind of ruined his year or is he tangled up by trying to be too defensive and not being able to get his sight set properly on offense? Like the year, like really, you know, as far as key guys go, there's no one more important than him. It was such a breakthrough year, really the last two years, like two years ago was a breakthrough last year. He built on it and he became more of a star than I even saw coming. And this year has just been, it's been a weird year, Paul. Um, how, how would you assess Thompson's game? Yes, it was the Rangers when they were number one in the ah, league. They, won, they right. won in New York and beat the Rangers. They also won in Toronto, too, which yep. I know Toronto, maybe people say so what, but still to me that's a that's a sure. good win yep. for them, yep. uh, you know, winning in Toronto. Tage Thompson, uh, interesting on Tage Thompson. I mean, I, I think lately he's been playing better, but there's no production that's going with that. And, you know, here's a guy last year, as you said, was, you know, 47 goals and 94 points. And if you take his totals over 82 game pace this year, it's 30 goals and 30 assists for 60 points. That's 34 less points and 17 less goals than he scored last year. And he actually, if you would have taken those 47 goals over 82 games because he missed a few games, I think you're at 50, you know, if if Mm you would have played all 82 games. So, and I didn't think that was a mirage. I, I you know, hey, all right, I'll be honest with you. I think Tage Thompson still could score 50 goals in this league. I really do. Mm-hmm. I, I think, um, you know, he right now it's not going well for him. Injuries did slow him down. He had that broken bone in his wrist. I believe it was his wrist. And uh, even when he came back, he wasn't the same. So that, you know, when you're shooting the puck, that's sure. not a great yep. injury to have. Uh, you remember, I think Skinner, didn't Skinner have an injury like that too? And, and he had trouble shooting the puck uh, when he got back and uh, type of thing. So that, that's been part of it. But even now that he's healthy and ready to go, 
you know, the points aren't coming for him. As I said, I thought recently his last couple of games, I've liked what I've seen at times. Um, I haven't particularly liked the line he's on, uh, the, but I, I, I do like the other two lines. You know, I, yeah, I don't like the line he's on with Oposo and Skinner. I don't think that's gone well, but I think Cousins, Paterk, or Cousins, Paterk, and Quinn and Middlestad, Tuck, and Greenway have been great. I mean, if you were numbering lines, mm-hmm. the Thompson line would be the third line. I mean, out of that group, uh, there are times you could say the Middlestat line would have been the first line. There are times you could say the Cousins line would have been the best line. And I think every time you would have said the Thompson line was the third line uh, with with the way that went. So I think, you know, I, I'm not sure. Let's say Quinn was still around. I'm not sure I would have wanted to bounce that around anyway. Um and then I thought, all right, if I'm going to keep Cousins with Paterka and Benson and I'm going to keep Middlestat with Tuck and Greenway, Krebs, I think maybe that's your only answer because Olison is on the road to nowhere. Gergensen's, Robinson, if it's not opposed, so it's Krebs, I guess. And I'm not opposed to that, although I am opposed to Krebs playing wing. I, I don't think he does it very well. I think he's a much better center. Uh, but Krebs at least has a little bit of offensive flair to him. And maybe if he's with some offensive players, I think that's maybe the only or, as you mentioned when this conversation started, call somebody up. Right. Uh, who ask, should be playing in a top six position. You have the you have the roster spot to do that and call somebody up who, like, named Kulik, even though maybe he struggled a little bit, and give him an opportunity to play some games in a top six position. The road to nowhere. Your 2023-24 Buffalo Sabres. Uh, real quick, Paul, we only got like a, a minute and a half or so. Um, with Samson out, um, I'm assuming this means Ryan Johnson will stay in the lineup, but maybe I shouldn't assume anything. What are the pairs expected to be like without Samuelson? Yeah, he's with Eric Johnson. Uh, right now, Bryson's your number seven again, You know, as he was earlier in the season before Ryan Johnson established himself as the player that he is which dropped Bryson down to eight. So everybody moves up a spot, which puts Bryson in seven, and I think puts Ryan Johnson clearly in the lineup. Uh, you know, So I think Darlene, Yoki, Haru, Power, and Clifton, and Ryan Johnson, Eric Johnson are your, going to be your sixth defenseman for a while now, unless somebody needs a break or somebody gets injured. And then Bryson is your number seven, and pick your Rochester. Maybe Stillman is your other number eight now, or Clay, or whoever that might be who – you know, you would, would call up in that situation. So that I, I think, yes, Ryan Johnson will. I'd be surprised now if he gets a, quote, rookie break again. All right, Paul. Sounds good. We'll uh, look forward to doing more of this tomorrow around the same time as pregame will, for Sabres and Dallas Stars. I will look forward to it. It'll be nice to get back to some games. Uh, <laughs> they haven't had one since a week from a week ago Saturday. Right. All right, Paul. Thanks a lot for this. Appreciate it as always. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's our Paul Hamilton on the Western Hotline. His reports here on WGR brought to you by Equitable Advisors, thinking about today and planning for tomorrow, and by Relax Honda. Relax, we got this. All right, a lot of questions as we headed into the weekend about the uh, the Bills' salary cap, uh, maneuvering uh, Von Miller's contract, Stefan Diggs' contract with some cryptic comments at the Pro Bowl. Like, how, How manageable is it? We get the lowdown on all that and more from our buddy Mike Giannitti from Spot Track. We'll uh, revisit that conversation coming up after this. I'm the Bulldog, and you're listening to WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.